Hey Siri, play Social Geek Radio. Okay, Social Geek Radio podcast coming up. Hello, geeks, and welcome to Social Geek Radio. I'm Jack Munson, your host and marketing conciliary. Today's guest is Christina Russell of Radiance Holdings. And today's episode is brought to you by Answer Connect, ServiceMinder, and the all-new Franchise Customer Experience Conference. The FCXC from Franchise Update Media and the International Franchise Association is happening next week. It's almost here, June 20th through the 23rd in Atlanta. I'll be there podcasting with my crew from Ularity all week long, and I have the pleasure of moderating the closing session on Thursday. Build Your Action Plan with Brittany Graff from Painting with a Twist, Jackie Adams from Floor Coverings International, and Matt Friedman from Franchise Founders. If you haven't registered yet, please do so today at francxc.com, and I'll see you in the 404. Christina Russell is the CEO of Radiance Holdings, and she joins us for the first time on Social Geek today. Hey, Christina, how are you? I'm doing great, Jack. Thanks so much for having me. It's great to have you here. I I have so many questions about what's going on in franchising and the beauty industry and and all of that stuff. First, uh, tell me a little bit about the brands that, uh, that you work with as part of Radiance. Sure. Yeah. So our flagship brand at Radiance is Sola Salon Studios. And I think a lot of people out there in the franchising world are familiar with Sola. We have, oh gosh, I think we're at 620 locations across the U.S. and Canada, and we open about 60 a year. So we really have been the leader in that space for a long time. And in 2020, we stood up the Radiance platform around Sola and acquired another very strong brand in its own right, the Woodhouse Day Spas. And Woodhouse has about, oh, we're in the high 70s now as far as locations. Um, and uh, they are still growing as well. So a little bit different perspective there. So, it, you know, we're, we're growing that brand at around 10 to 15 a year is going to be the goal coming out of the gate. Um, but a brand in high-end luxury spa that's in a neighborhood setting. And it's a concept that I think a lot of people aren't familiar with. When they, when they have one in their area, they know it. But if, you, if you're not familiar yet with the Woodhouse, it's, it's likely that it's going to be coming to a market near you. Oh, excellent. So with a couple of brands, I, I'm, I'm always fascinated how the brands work together. Are they, are they pretty independent of each other or are there some aspects of operations and marketing that, that work together between the two brands? What does that look like for you guys? Yeah, you know, I think every platform company has its own perspective on how to do this. And, and when we were really looking at how we wanted to approach it, we knew that each one of the brands was going to have its own sort of unique perspective. And particularly with a brand like Sola that is a B2B brand. So we, we don't sell, sell hairstyling. We sell uh, studio space and business mm-hmm. support to hairstylists. That's so different from what you see with a consumer brand like Woodhouse that really is about, you know, curating an experience for that consumer. So we made the decision in our platform to platform those things that are common across the brands, things like franchise development. So we've got really great resources for site selection, for construction, um, for the actual franchise sales. 
um, mapping and sophistication, all of those types of things that we house at the radiance level. But then within the brands, you've got um, the marketing, the operations, those things that are really more specific to the brand. But analytics sits at the top. Um, we've got resources that, that you know, we can pull in as far as technology and many of our technologies were scaling across the top. And we're preparing ourselves at the radiance level to acquire additional brands. I always tell the team, think about you know, the, the decisions we make today in the context of having six brands, because that's really what the short-term goal is, is to find those right modalities of beauty that can sit side by side with Sola and with Woodhouse to help us round out the platform for phase one, and then give us the ability to keep building from there. I love that idea of not always being reactive and being on defense as so many brands have had to do, you know, throughout the pandemic and, and, and other situations over the past couple of years, but really looking at what's going to happen next year and the following year and, and how are we going to operate this as if we already had six brands because it, it feels like you'll, you'll be there at some point soon. Are you spending a lot of your time personally looking at other brands in the landscape and, and planning on that, that you know, larger multi-brand future? Absolutely. That, that really is the focus of Radiance. And I, I think our vision is, you know, how do you build that right full house of brands, to use the poker term? Yeah. And I think so many platforms out there end up collecting their, you know, their tens and jacks right out of the gate, and they're looking for that ace. We've been so blessed with Sola to start with an ace of a brand and then to stand up another ace side by side with it. And so we're looking big, small, but what our commonality is across them is do we believe that they can be strong brands in their own right? Are they set well for the individual success of the franchisees? And do they fit with our overall perspective? We, we have a tagline we use called joy through beauty. And we really think of all of our brands as being very joyful leading brands, brands get really excited about what they bring to their individual customers. And we need those brands that we add to the portfolio to have that same uniqueness in their category that we see with Sola and with the Woodhouse Spas. I love that idea of joyful beauty because, you know, we've been through some, let's face it, some pretty dark years recently. So, you know, having that position in the market, I think is, uh, is something that, would attract not only um, professionals to your brand, but also customers and and new franchisees too. hundred percent. You know, I've, I've been very blessed through my career in franchising to be involved with what I will call happy brands, brands that really were, you know, all service oriented, all really consumer oriented, and in a very authentic way, trying to make better lives for their customers. But coming into a brand like Sola, you, you really learn so much about the beauty professionals. And if I've learned anything from Sola, it's that this is an underrepresented category of people, people who certainly during the pandemic felt this in a very deep way, because you know many of us who've been in business for a long time, you have some sense of security and career. But these are, are folks that had made this leap into independence and were on their own. And they had no one there to support them but us. And, and going through this and really understanding it and doing it well 
we didn't furlough a single person. We kept our team intact to be there to support these hairstylists that were there for the first time figuring things out like unemployment and certainly didn't have the support that we have in franchising to figure out things like PPP and all the others that we all learned acronyms for during the pandemic. Yeah. Um, but I look at this even beyond it. We have a responsibility to this sort of middle customer of beauty professionals across all of our brands and to really recognize that for them, this is an amazing career if we run our businesses correctly. And it, it gives me pride to know that all of our franchisees take pride in really nurturing the relationships with those beauty, pro, beauty pros, which is our business at Sola. But on the Woodhouse side is sort of this middle business that helps us give better experiences to our customers. It is a very interesting business model um, where we're really looking at uh, a small business within a small business, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, the, the hairstylists at Sola, they come for reasons that are hard to understand until you get into the industry. So people talk about how they can make more money working for themselves versus working in a salon. And that's true. But our core value from the beginning has been freedom. What they want is the freedom to live the life of their dreams in the same way that franchisees who buy brands are looking for that freedom. And you see that they often have not had a lot of career support to arrive at independence, but they have figured it out by affiliating with good salons, building up their book of business, building an Instagram presence, you know, all the things that you have to do as a business owner. And so making that leap is pretty natural. But looking at, you know, their experiences in hair and thinking about the other modalities of beauty, whether you're a waxing professional or you're somebody who's interested in doing nails or you're an esthetician, whatever that is, there are careers there. And so often people think of, you know, sort of franchising as being employers of, you know, folks that are in fast food and maybe that's not a career for them. It's a pass through while they're going to school. In the beauty industry, these are real careers for people. And in any of the brands that we acquire, we want that to be an emphasis that it's about more than just, you know, churning through people, whether they're massage therapists or waxers, it's about really giving those people experiences, teaching them hospitality, making them prepared for the next stage of their career in beauty, which frankly could stay within the Radiance portfolio as we start to develop out our brands. It really is an amazing thing to see how the industry has evolved. Back in a moment after this word from Answer Connect. Everyone has a phone, but not everyone is answering the phone correctly. When you spend marketing dollars to grow your business, you cannot afford to miss any calls or answer the phone with, hey. Answer Connect is open 24 hours a day, 365 days a year to support new business, current clients, or urgent calls, and they send messages to you immediately. They integrate with many of today's popular CRMs, taking advantage of technology and taking one more thing off of your to-do list. In addition to taking calls, they can set appointments, follow up with potential customers via form fill inquiries, and make outbound calls for reinvigoration campaigns. Let Answer Connect work in your business so you can work on your business. Call Answer Connect at 800-584-0234. That's 800-584-0234 or visit answerconnect.com slash franchise. You know, we've spent so much time this month on something you just mentioned here on the podcast, uh, customer experience. It feels like when you do have these 
professionals working within a salon um, who are working for themselves, the customer experience is going to be a better experience overall than if they just went to some place that was staffed by staff. Would you agree with that? Oh, 100%. I, I mean, we see this in franchising that engagement in any franchise brand is often an indicator of the success of that individual franchise. And I would 100% say that the same thing is true with the, the hairstylists and other beauty professionals that make their way into, into independence. They will only succeed if they have that relationship with their customer. And so you will occasionally see um, stylists that come in and don't quite make it. And oftentimes it's for that reason. They're, they're used to having an employer that's sort of the middle leveler for them in that relationship with their consumer and things may go awry and they're not quite sure how to handle that. But generally speaking at Solo, we get a more mature class, a more successful class that wants to affiliate with others who've had that experience. We play you know, more towards the high end of the suite sector and attract those higher end beauty professionals. And they really do set the example. We're working on an exercise right now. Our hypothesis is that the vast majority of our stylists are five stars or higher rated on social media. And we want to capture that data so that we can talk about that. But there, there's a reason that they come to Sola. They think of Sola as like the Lexus of the industry and they want to affiliate with that Lexus. And so not surprisingly, they, they give, you know, Lexus level experiences to their guests. Similarly on the Woodhouse side, I mean, they don't think of themselves as having true competition in their space. They look aspirationally at things like the four seasons as their competition. That's the bar that they're trying to set. And so this is not like a transactional massage environment. It's a massage environment where we also have wet rooms and Vichy shower, things that you would typically only see at like a high-end resort spa. Um, many of our experiences at the spa are half-day or all-day experiences where you have, you know, a bath experience that's paired with pedicure, manicure, you know, perhaps it's massage, perhaps it's facials. But it's so different than what I think consumers are used to getting in these more transactional models that also have their place. But they're looking to that hospitality level that they see at the Ritz-Carlton and others and as, as their example. And, and you experience that as a consumer. There's a lot of pride around it. I love that idea of a small business or a brand or uh, even a stylist um, not just competing with their typical competitors when it comes to customer experience, you know, providing a better experience than the same type of business down the road, but really competing with all other types of businesses, whether it's a restaurant or a resort or some other place where that customer went, getting that customer to feel like they had the best experience of their entire day happened in one of your spas or in one of your salons, right? Yeah. You know, it, it, it really does inform what we do at Radiance as well in terms of looking for that next brand to add to our portfolio. We want to curate brands that really do value this. And, and there are a lot of brands out there in beauty that have been around for a while that perhaps have lost their mojo a little bit in this way. And we've passed on quite a few of those. And we're really looking for the brands that aren't necessarily the biggest, but that we believe are special in their own right and have that ability to to create that image to the consumer that helps them to grow from both the consumer perspective and the franchise perspective. We want people that really genuinely care about that. I think that's a, a great way to look at acquisitions as the franchise industry just continues to be in this, this uh, 
this battle for the next acquisition or, or merger, right? I, I think we're going to see some brands down the road um, uh, working with brands that maybe weren't a good fit or maybe weren't giving the same level of experience that some of the other brands that they already owned were giving. And uh, I, I like the idea of being uh, a little bit more selective uh, when you're looking at a brand to add to your portfolio. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it, it, it was something I think that was natural for us. And it's partly the pride that we have in our flagship in Sola and saying, what could we add to this portfolio that would make those Sola owners feel like, yes, I can feel proud to be affiliated with this. And then adding the Woodhouse, it's sort of doubling down on that with the two aces in the hand. I think you do have to be somewhat opportunistic in this market and particularly being in beauty. I mean, who knew that beauty would be the industry that, that so many were so interested in? The world has really become in many ways about a, a very female type of business. And so mm -hmm. working in industry, in the industry for as long as I have in businesses that really have been predominantly female customers, even you know my experience in the dog world, it's a female that's making that decision. And so you, you start to see this sort of standard of excellence and this pride that goes around it and you know all of the things that go into it. And there, there, there's so many people wanting to play in the space, but I think we do have a very clear understanding of who we are at Radiance and who we want to affiliate with. And in the discussions that I've had with founders that are looking to make changes in their brands, I think they really value that. They really understand that they want to be proud of where their brand goes, even as they let that brand go to the next owner. And so I hope that they think of us in that regard, because we really do want to curate these in a way that makes sense for all of them and to be something that we all look at in legacy and say, wow, what an amazing combination we've made. Yeah. And it feels like all of the brands you're talking about are just in the right place right now to really make a difference in the customer's lives and, and give them that great experience because who knows what travel is going to look like, you know, coming out of the pandemic, maybe going into a recession, who knows what travel and, and, and other things will be like, but it feels like most consumers are taking another look at taking care of themselves. Does that make sense? Yeah. And what, what's interesting too, and this is counterintuitive for those of us that have, you know, passed the 50 mark and we're, we're looking at the world through the lens of a, a little bit, uh, a little bit more years behind us, the younger generations really look at beauty and things that we thought of as frivolous when we were in our twenties and thirties as core to their well-being. Yeah. And yeah. It's, it's, it's self-care more than just aesthetics, right? It, it is. And it's, it's sort of how self-care affects mental health. And we've seen some really iconic brands that think of themselves as organic and natural, things like Canyon Ranch that have added med spa. And med spa is an area that we're very interested in. A lot of people are very interested in med spa right now, but we have no doubt that we'll be adding med spa to our portfolio in the near term. And with med spa, our generation thought of that as something that was very hush-hush, like you would never want to tell anyone you did it. Yeah. The generations behind us will take Instagram photos of themselves in the chair being injected and, and put, put those on social media as a point of pride, like, look at me, I'm taking care of myself in the same way that I might have photographed myself after, you know, doing a 5K. So it's <laughs> right. A, right. It, it consider it that important, that core to, to their overall well-being. Yeah, I love that idea too of of people sharing that sort of thing now, and uh, we'll get to the point, and and I'm sure 
people younger than I are already there. Uh, but we'll get to that point where if you don't see your friends sharing things where they're taking good care of themselves, that's when you really need to start to worry about your friends. So kudos on, on your team and your franchisees and the stylists all being sort of ahead of that curve on, on digital marketing. It, it, it sounds like Instagram is a place where most of your associates are, are spending a lot of time as well as their customers. Are they moving into TikTok and other platforms now too, I would assume? I think we're already behind the curve, Jack. I think there's probably something behind TikTok that we don't even know about <laughs> yet. But yeah, when I when I came to Sola back in uh, in 2019, um, TikTok was already the rage, and so I did an event um, with a bunch of our stylists that we do a couple times a year called Sola Sessions. I'm in another event that we do called Faces of Solo, where we curate some of our best stylists to come together for, for some, you know, brand building, but also some focus group work and really understanding. And during the breaks, I was watching them go to their corners and do these little dance moves with the camera set up. And I asked someone, <laughs> are they doing TikTok? And they said, yes, they're doing TikTok. And, and that was when it was still kind of new and fun. Now it's just mainstream for them. They exist yeah, on yeah. TikTok. We market through TikTok. Our teams understand this deeply because that's where the beauty world is. But it's a, it's always staying ahead of that innovation. And I, I think when you're looking at hairstylists in particular, because they are artists, they are creatives, they tend to be on the cutting edge of anything that's very visual that happens in social media. So we have to keep up with them. And we have a, a, a real robust focus on this sort of thing in our, in our marketing fund. I mean, I think that's one of the things that makes Solar really special. Our marketing fund is really invested in things that help the stylist to become successful. So it's not just about filling up our studios. It's about creating differentiation for our hairstylists. And given the scale of our budget, we're able to do a lot of things that many other brands can't. And uh, again, it, you know, big point of pride for us, but our stylists really appreciate that. And we get a lot of feedback from them that helps us to inform that journey. If any of our listeners would like to learn a little bit more about either of the brands or about Radiance or about you and, and some things that you're working on, where can we send them? Um, well, gosh, always link to me on LinkedIn. You can find me, Christina Russell, Radiance Holdings on LinkedIn. But go to our Radiance website. We did um, finally launch our Radiance website this year, and uh, you'll find us at weareradianceholdings.com. And all of our brands are featured there. As we uh, start to add additional brands, you'll learn more about those. And uh, we just expect a lot of growth. And I'm, I'm always in interested in conversations with anyone that has an interest in the beauty space or just franchising generally. Before we go, a quick word from ServiceMinder. ServiceMinder is the platform for managing and operating home services brands, from tracking marketing efforts to delivering professional online proposals directly to clients, to lead capture, to automating daily tasks. ServiceMinder provides unique tools and integrations designed to make your brand stand out from competitors. See why ServiceMinder currently supports more than 50 home services franchise brands and integration partners. Book a demo today at serviceminder.io. And thanks for listening to Social Geek. Your comeback of a lifetime starts now. This is the Social Geek Radio Network.